Hey there, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Think 2 Design Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Favreau. Today, we're going to talk about marketing. It's a vital part of any business. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, where you go, who you see, because um, if other people don't know you're around, then you're basically wasting your time. And in the studio today, I have got the lovely Kylie Warren from Warren Marketing. How are you doing? I'm very well, Tori, and thanks for having me here today. No worries at all. So um, we're talking about marketing. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I think I think it's one of one of the main problems I've found in business is that with marketing, people generally only take advantage of marketing when they're already in trouble. Mm. Um, so we thought we'd bring you in here today to talk a bit about marketing and when people should be getting a marketer on board. It's a good point that you make, Tori. Um, quite a few people that that I've dealt with um, definitely call me up when when yeah their sales are down or their profitability is not looking so great. And you know, really, you could argue that when times are good, that's when you should be looking at um, investing in the future cash flows of your company and so so I definitely recommend to people that they when times are good get in there and look at your marketing because as I said it's a, it's a long-term investment for your company and just so as we don't think we've got some half-baked person talking on the other end of the mic <laughs> would you like to talk to us about your background where you come from what you've done just so as we can get some uh, credentials on the plate, I, I guess. am happy to do that for Very you, Tori. Good. Yes, um, as Tori mentioned, my name's Kylie Warren and uh, I'm a Geelong girl, worked in Melbourne for 10 years after I graduated from university down here. Um, I have a Master of Business degree um, in marketing. I've worked with um, all different sizes of businesses, um, from your big multinationals down to your little tiny small businesses and micro businesses in marketing capacities. And I am passionate about all things marketing marketing. So uh, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I've, I've had a few different jobs through the um, through the last few years. I've, I've been a checkout chick back in my university days and I was a security officer there at one stage, which was very interesting. One of the funny things is if you look at how small this woman is, I don't know what good she would have been at the door of a well, rowdy nightclub. You, I'm big and I have red hair and I've got a pretty mean mouth on me. So I'm, I'm good at talking people down <laughs> if they cause trouble. But um, yeah, I guess, um, you know, the experience I've had in working for lots of different businesses from pharmaceutical companies and, um, you know, explosives and mining companies. It's really given me a, a pretty good depth of knowledge around lots of different sectors. So uh, I just, you know, I don't really specialise in any one sector because I believe that marketing is something that all businesses should, you know, have the the capacity to engage with. All right. Well, what we're talking about today is it's proper marketing. Now, one of the things I noted, and Kylie's written a number of great articles, of which I've had the pleasure to read, she focuses on, like, proper hardcore marketing. It's like getting your business out there. One of the misconceptions I've found is that a lot of people rely on promotional products as their marketing. And it's your your 50 cent. Would you like to talk about that? Because it's sort of like, I, I fully agree with your article, but let's hear it from the horse's mouth, so yeah. to speak. Well, for example, I'm working with a, a customer at the moment and um, they spent $2,500 on a double page ad in a, a local publication in Geelong and changed the phone number for this publication that a appeared in the ad so they could actually gauge the response that they had to the ad um, in terms of their sales and they did not receive one phone call. So unfortunately they're quite cynical and sceptical around the power of advertising. Now as with anything else, advertising, promotional goods, all of the, the whole gamut of marketing, it's it's really going to be tied back in with what you are trying to achieve in terms of your business and you know when it comes to businesses there are so many objectives that a business can have. It can be financial objectives, it can 
can be branding objectives, it can be sales, it can be HR objectives. Now, marketing has a role to play in all of these different objectives, but you have to match the marketing tool with your business objective. I cannot stress that, um, you know, enough. And so your business objectives really need to be tangible and they need to be measurable because then you choose the marketing channels that you can also measure and track and make sure that the marketing is actually working for your business. And at the end of the day, businesses are in business to, to make some profits and marketing's got to contribute to that. Um, I, I agree totally with that. It, it's, it's one of those things. Marketing is one of those things, I guess, that if you don't have a proper marketing person assisting you, I find that a lot of people tend to go, I'm going back to the promotional companies. And that's not a bad thing because these people are experts in what they do, mm. but they're called promotional people for a reason. It's like if you're getting a stubby holder, that that's a holder that holds a bottle of beer in Australia. I know in America, you guys will call them uh, cozies, uh, which is quite an odd word in itself. I didn't realise that they were called that, no, Tori. I've learned something here today. They're called beer cozies. Mm. Well, if you're getting a stubby holder or a beer cozy done, it's it can be used as a branding exercise, but it's I guess it's targeting what you're actually doing and quite often people will go into these Mm. places and make the decision on what they want without listening to someone giving them advice. Mm. Now, you were saying about having marketing that's trackable. Mm. Uh, I guess there has to be accountability, doesn't there? Absolutely there does, yeah. Yep. Thanks for agreeing with that. Look, I guess in terms of um, promotional merchandise, again, um, for, for me, and, and again, everyone has an opinion about marketing, but from where I come from, I think promotional merchandise is, first of all, it's quite a good re- um, relationship builder. People like getting something for nothing. So if, you know, if you're going to give a bloke who you know is a beer drinker or a stubby holder, I guess that's performing a few different um, a few different things. It's, you know, helping him keep his beer cold, but it's also giving him something for nothing. And so I guess that generates some, some feelings of... Of, um, goodwill towards your business but again from your perspective it, it also puts uh, your logo out and about wherever he is which is generally the backyard with some mates though well it could be but i mean if you're a trades company it might be perfect or a cricket club or you know a company that 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 is the target market but that's really why it's it's important for people to to be quite empathetic around you know who their customers are and i always say to people try and walk you know through a day in the shoes of one of your clients and that way you can actually see what they look at and what they listen to and what they experience what they smell that sort of thing and and that can help your marketing you know a great deal what's the general process that you would take doing what you do like i've just called you and i say look i'm not in trouble thank goodness Mm. but i would like to get out there i've got some objectives what's 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 the process Mm. that a a marketer goes Mm. through well, from from my point of view, um, if someone was to ring me and, and say, look, you know, I'm not really happy with my sales and profitability at this time, I, I generally sit down with them and I guess the first thing I ask them is, you know, what have you been doing? So really at the start, it's just talking to them and listening to them about, you know, how the business is going and just getting a feel for what they've been doing, what sort of expenditure they've they've directed into their marketing. Sometimes they haven't spent a lot on marketing and they, they're just frustrated. They don't know what to do. There's so many options available and Tori, as you know, know with um you know the changes in technology improvements in technology people just get so many more options these days than what they did 10 years ago to market so making the right decision is an important thing do you find that people when they're they're coming to you they sometimes may be a bit dubious about the whole process from the simple fact that they've 
probably try to have a crack at it themselves. Absolutely. And I guess one of the risks of being a small business owner is that you do try and do everything yourself. I mean, I know being a small business owner myself, I, I do my own books, I update my own website. There's, you know, there's a lot of different things that you take on board. And, and I guess for, for other small businesses, they manage their own marketing and you're not expected to be a marketer. Small business owners aren't expected to, to know about this stuff. And I've been working with an accounting firm recently and the accountant said to me, oh, I'm terrible at marketing. And I said, well, that's all right, mate, because I'm really bad at, at, at accounting. So you're not expected to be an expert marketer. So what it boils down to then is the small business person needs to really accept the fact that the job that they're in, they're, they're experts in that job, but you can't be a jack of all trades, especially when you're a one or two man band, can you? That's exactly right. But I guess the, the difficult part is, is that because a lot of people wait until they're dissatisfied with their business performance before calling in an expert such as a you know strategic marketer, that um, they don't have the cash flow to spend on actually bringing someone in. So it's a bit of a catch-22 situation. Absolutely. When, you, when we speak about like being in that position where chances are, I mean, small to medium enterprise, they, they need that help and they're in trouble. Mm. But they haven't budgeted for it. I found a lot of the time it's sort of like, oh my God, I need help, I need help. Yeah. But I don't have money. That's exactly right. So so I guess, you know, what, what we're talking about here, Tori, is, you know, in your business planning process, make sure that you do have a budget for your marketing and, and make sure too that you have some return on investment figures around that sum of money too, because that way you can actually see how it's tracking into the future and, and you know, what the return on investment for your marketing is, which is important. Everyone needs to know what the ROI is. Absolutely. One of the things with regards to putting together a slush fund for marketing, I've dealt with a couple of design clients Mm -hmm. who they incorporate the design into their marketing, but they're actually proactively putting money away every month Mm -hmm. that they can just say, hey, we need to do this and we've got the money. Does it depend on market segment as to how much people should put away? Yeah, look, it, it sometimes does, I guess, because, I mean, if you take a commodity type market where there's low margins, sometimes it can be very difficult to, you know, to put money away, particularly if the price falls out of the market and everyone's just, you know, dealing um, on, on a cost plus basis, if that makes sense. But I guess the, the best way I find for budgeting for your marketing is really to do it based on, on your objectives. So what that means is if you know that you want to increase your sales by X amount percent over the next 12 months, then have a look at the ways that you could be improving those sales and say, well, if we work back then, how much is it going to cost us to implement these different things to try and stimulate the sales and, and yeah. increase the profitability? So pre-planning. Yeah. Okay. Now let's throw another scenario at you. I mean, we may as well. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that we enjoy about the show it's predominantly listened to by business owners mm-hmm. and uh, some of you may be listening though thinking about getting into your own business at what stage would you say that a marketer needs to come on board for a business? Mm-hmm. Look, I, I would really say it's interesting quite early on because marketing has a role to play in the, the business plan of a business. And certainly I would recommend that any person um, thinking of starting a business should have a, a pretty clear business plan. And I'm sure there's some people out there who think, oh, you know, this big 40 page document that's going to sit gathering dust on my bookshelf and I'm never going to look at it again. A business plan really needs to be a living document that you come back and refer to every couple of months to see how you're tracking. And with the development of the business plan, there's a there's a part in there that talks about the researching of the market and the demand and the, the consumer needs and that sort of thing. And so marketing really from day one does have a role to play in how your business is going to develop and, and what sorts of needs and wants is it going to be... Um, fulfilling for the for your target audience 
Cool. Now, I'd like to get into uh, some more specific agenda items here during this show, and that is there are different sorts of marketing. I know there's targeted marketing and there's, you know, mass Mass and direct and targeted, yep. Could you give an overview of them for us, yeah, please? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, mass marketing, I'm sure that everyone's quite familiar with the term. That would be it, the most common type. Yeah, it, and it's probably the, the kind of marketing that most people would think of first. So it can be anything from um, a, an advertisement in the local paper. So it's anything that's really reaching a mass audience. So if say if your business is trying to target you know, young men aged between 18 and 30, your local newspaper is going to take a really a, a snap I guess a, a shotgun approach to talking to those to those young men because you'd have to really find out you know what's proportion of people who are reading the paper are you know that fall within that demographic so mass marketing is really something that's that's quite shotgun and I guess it does have a role to play but it's very generalized it's like a numbers game isn't it when it you're is, really yeah. doing that because Absolutely. you're not you may get the 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 demographic or the age demographic mm. that you want but not necessarily the interest group mm. that you're after that's right so really the next level then is the targeted marketing and I guess this is where things such as yellow pages kicks in really it's 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 speaking to a narrower audience it's targeting a narrow audience but it's still not what we would call direct marketing or one-to-one marketing so the one-to-one marketing is where you might send an email newsletter out to um, to a database so it's very technology driven most of the time one-to-one marketing can also be you know mail outs in your letterbox and that sort of thing but certainly with the improvements of of technology the last um, couple of decades one-to-one marketing is becoming more and more popular and it's a it's a method of marketing that um, I absolutely adore because uh, coming back to measuring again technology enables people to to measure the results of one-to-one marketing there, that that's interesting you bring that up and the one-to-one marketing from my experience is such a personalized process mm. as well mm. I noted there was a, a marketing magazine in Australia that a few months ago for their subscription base they actually digitally produced the front cover of every magazine they had a picture showing a rearview mirror of a city but it was the city that you lived in and it said and there was a street sign and it actually had yeah. your name on the street mm. sign mm. and imagine getting that in the mail so you know dear tory you're now leaving melbourne or, or mm. something like that it's like the thought that would have gone into yeah. that and with the technology like you said i get totally pumped about this stuff it's like <laughs> you can utilize databases you can rent them mm. and you can fully target the audience that at least it says dear john instead mm. of uh, homeowner or that that's exactly right and i guess what that's doing is increasing you know the the chances or the opportunities for your client that you're communicating with to really engage in what really is a, a conversation with your business and that's what you want you want some conversation between the client and your business and and really that builds loyalty and you know that that's what makes companies very profitable is is having loyal customers because loyal customers have been shown that they require a lot less marketing dollars spent on them to keep them interested so so there's lots of benefits to having loyal customers and certainly for our American friends listening to this, the, the customer relationship management movement that's been around for a while now is certainly showing that um, you know using a database and not so much chasing after new customers all the time, which can be very expensive, but to really retain and grow your, your current customers, proving to out proving to be a very um, you know, profitable marketing tool. Yeah, we know that from experience too. It's sort of if you've got a customer and they're happy, keep them happy. Mm. 
and your most loyal customers, well, sorry, your best customers are the ones you've already got. Mm, yeah. So look after them and right. do what you can and personalize it as much as possible. Absolutely. I mean, with quite a few of my clients, they're, they're so focused on chasing new clients. And, you know, we do always have to think about, you know, where, well, where's the next customer coming from? Where's the next sale coming from? But um, when I go into a business, one of the first questions I do ask is, do you have a customer database? And if so, what do you do with it? And it's surprising the amount of, of companies that either don't have a database at all or do have one and have no idea what they should be doing with it. And yeah. it's, it, I know databases sound pretty boring, but there's so much depth that you can you can do to, to really you know drive your marketing from that database. It's fantastic. The database itself, I guess, is the boring part, but it's what you can do that's with exa- it. That's the exciting part, Tori, because you know basically it's just hard data that you can manipulate. And, and again, from the client perspective, what they're seeing is something that's completely tailored to them. And yeah. people love that. I think it was interesting. You, you raised a point before about targeted marketing mm. where you referred to the yellow pages. Mm. And I would have, it's it sort of, of course, I'm thinking as I do yes. when you're talking, but I always thought of the yellow pages as just a pure mass market mm. sort of uh, broadcast. Mm. But you're right. It's not. It is targeted because you're putting the ad in the area that people are Correct. looking at. So there's a there's of a course. level of sort of, I guess, segmentation there because say if you're looking for a new fridge, then you go, you go to that that place in the um, in the yellow pages that sells white goods or you know so exactly. it's it's as opposed to having an ad for a fridge in the in the local paper or a national newspaper or on the radio so yeah so that's the difference there with the one to one approach otherwise known as direct marketing mm. do you find like when you're doing something for a client the uptake is generally like how's it received mm. uh, look I think you know if we ask our listeners out there to have a think about a time and and the, the example that you gave me before about the um, the marketing magazine experience. People really enjoy finding, you know, receiving things that are targeted to them. But the nice thing about it is that you can say, well, okay, at the moment, if we had a response of, you know, 25% accepted this offer through a one-to-one marketing campaign versus, you know, a 1% response to an advertisement that we ran, that's when you can start getting really excited about the figures and, you know, the results that your marketing's bringing to you. What about the web? What's, what's happening with the internet and marketing? Well, websites are, of course, um, becoming uh, an essential part of the overall marketing mix for companies these days. And, Tori, as, as you know, out in your happy trails around the place, that, you know, websites are, are definitely being seen as important tools. Naturally, this is an area I'm interested in. How are you finding the reaction to marketing on the internet? Yeah, definitely internet and websites is becoming a lot more, I guess, at the top of people's minds when it comes to, you know, the choices that they have to use this as a marketing tool. And naturally, this is an area I'm interested in, the internet as, as a web developer. I'm finding a lot of people are trying to use their websites as a marketing tool. Are there ways that you can assist people and designers, for that matter, when developing their websites on how to proactively use that website as an efficient marketing mm. tool 24-7? Mm. Well, I guess um, one of the things that, that people should be doing is making sure that their web address is on all of their different <laughs> corporate identity type tools. Um, it's surprising the amount of people who run off letterhead and business cards and that sort of stuff and don't really think about the role of the website on those tools. So that's the first thing. But certainly, again, it comes back to the one-to-one marketing and websites really give a company the opportunity to engage in conversation with their clients. So whether it be registering for newsletters from the website, also, you know, managing the database through the website, sending out special sales promotions and that sort of thing through email. Also, clients don't like having things rammed, like 
people, consumers, don't like having things rammed down their throats. So because the internet is a, is a very user-friendly type tool, people can sit at home or sit in their office and just have a bit of a browse and a read about your business through the website. So it's actually quite a, a non-offensive, unaggressive kind of marketing tool that people can get into and, and have a look at. One of the things I've noticed through your work, which I think is great, is you assist with the copy on websites. So I think it, it works well. It's it's in that it works well in that people when developing a website they quite often like they'll just give me text Mm. so i'll go through it and i'll try to put a good spin on it but having someone who's trained in copy Mm. it's uh, an essential way of getting the message out there Mm. right the first time absolutely and i think one of the risks of small business owners managing their own marketing too is that they're so they're so caught up in the day-to-day operations of the the company that they they forget to look at the big picture and they really look they forget to look at things through their customers eyes so when you can bring in another person to write the copy for your website that person really looks at your business objectively and writes it in a way that's going to really strike a chord with the people reading it so definitely the the whole design and the content of a website to be managed by an outside person there's a lot of benefits to that absolutely Absolutely. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much, Kylie, for being on the show. Thanks, Tori. It's been my pleasure. No worries. You can check out Kylie's website at www.warnmc, that's W-A-R-N-E-M-C.com.au. We're working on that. <laughs> yes. Tori's <laughs> my partner in crime on my website, so well, stay tuned for a new look website. <laughs> absolutely. Coming soon. One of the things I would like is that... Kylie will be back on the show in a few episodes and we'll actually be drilling down into some areas and being a lot more specific. This was an overview and just a very quick one at that. But in our next show, we were going to pick a topic or you can email the team at Think2Design and we'll make sure that Kylie gets the question and uh, we can actually nail some of the more specific things like dedicate a show toward Mm. direct marketing, Mm. targeted marketing, you know, all these things. There's so many things in marketing to just lay it all on the table now. Anyone, this is an overview. Anyone who has questions, send them on through because that would really help us deliver a show to you that's nice and um, relevant to what and you're targeted. thinking about. And targeted. <laughs> Ka-ching. <laughs> this has been another Think2 Design podcast. I'm your host, Tori Favreau. You can email the team, think at Think2Design. Visit the website, www.think2design.com. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on one. Go through to our news and blog section and you should be able to hook that up, no problems at all. Thanks again for listening and goodbye. See you. (laughs) This podcast was proudly sponsored by Recipe for Happiness. Achieve your true potential. Get what you want from your life. Take control. Don't worry, be happy. Visit www.recipeforhappiness.com.au to book a complimentary first session to find out more about the benefits of life coaching.